the good, the bad, and the damn right ugly regarding progress wrestling. A look ahead at RevPro's Epic Encounters 9. British legend to have featured episode of Dark Side of the Ring. More roster reveals for UK promotions. And British promotions start getting ready to restart with the UK outlining a roadmap to a post-flop down Britain. Hello and welcome to TNT's a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling. As featured on Bodyslam.net, I am the great British otaku, Mr. Andrew Moore, and Ethan Mose, and I am riding solo this week due to recording scheduled conflicts. But don't worry, the Pro Wrestling T-shirt champion of the world will be back on Thursday for the NXT UK review. Look forward to seeing you then, Daniel. Okay, let's start with the good and the bad and the damn right ugly for progress wrestling in case you've been living in a cave for the last few weeks you are likely to be aware that progress returned to action this past saturday with the natural progression series okay so let's start with the good i mean the event itself was great uh good show uh great arena great new look great new team and it was a good event. Uh, we start with the host, Big Wavy Boy Johnson. Uh, he was did a great job as a host. I think he'll be even better with a live crowd. He's one of these performers that really can work off a live crowd. So I really look forward to having progress uh, with Big Wavy as the host. And, of course, with that live crowd. Uh, they had a commentary team now of Hustle Malone and Charles Crowley. Uh, great job. Uh, Crowley did very well as a color commentator. Arsenal Malone uh, did very well as trying to do the play by play. Just a good team. Yeah, very, uh, very entertaining. I think they probably need to do something with the audio. Uh, I don't know if they were just using a live mic, uh, for the for that because uh, sometimes the commentary didn't come through all that well. Uh, for the matches itself, Gene Money took on Spike Trevay and Omari and Chris Ridgway in a fatal four-way. Uh, this would decide the number one contender uh, to face Kara Noir or Dan Maloney, depending on who won that night. We'll get into that a little bit later. Chris Ridgway came out on top, defeating Gene Money by pinfall. Uh, this was a great match. I'm not going to do review today because I'll wait till we've got Dan back and we might do a double progress review as well as looking at the ICW uh, shows. But uh, we'll save that for the next rest roundup. Uh, the next match was the first of the Natural Progression Series quarterfinal matches. It was Luke Jacobs versus Man Like Doris. Luke Jacobs came out on top of that one by pinfall. Really, really good match. Go check that out. Uh, Kid Lykos 2 uh, took on Ethan Allen. And Ethan Allen picked up the win there to uh, progress to the next round. Uh, they had a women's match up next. Mc Millie McKenzie versus Mercedes Blaze. Uh, great match. Millie McKenzie came out on top. Uh, Elijah versus Danny Black. Uh, nice surprising result here as Danny Black managed to get the pinfall, pinfall victory. Uh, however, Elijah did attack him after the match. And in the final of the well, the final match of the natural progression quarterfinal series, uh, Warren Banks took on Big John 
Big Guns Joe and came out uh, victorious by pinfall. Uh, Chuck Mambo took on Kid Lycos, the original Kid Lycos, uh, returning after a 22-month layoff after he retired due to injuries. He is back. He is back in the ring. He took on Chuck Mambo, and he picked up the victory via submission, thanks to a little help from Kid Lycos too. And, of course, the Progress World Championship match, Dan Maloney versus Kara Noir. What a match. What an incredible match. Uh, Kara Noir defeated uh, Dan Maloney due to referee stoppage after he passed out in the blackout sleeper. Uh, as I say, the event itself was great. As I say, we'll talk about the bad and the ugly. That is to come, but... Overall, for the event, it was a great mixture of uh, veteran talent and some real great up-and-coming talent. It was a great show. Okay, uh, still some more good, actually, because we'll talk about the Thunderbusters match coming up, uh, which will be the first ever women's Thunderbusters match. Uh, and we've got... Several, uh, so seven of the best young ladies in British wrestling, starting with Millie McKenzie. As you guys know, she will be part of NXT UK going forward, having just signed for them. Uh, then there was Mercedes Blaze announced. Uh, each each uh, competitor got, got their own video package, uh, which was fantastic. All of the matches were all the video packages were really, really good. Uh, as I say, Mercedes Blaze uh, was the next one called out. And of course, she took on Millie McKenzie in a losing effort during the uh, 104 show. She put on a great show in though. Lana Austin uh, was picked up next. If you don't know who Lana Austin is, she is a massive star in the northeast of England, uh, particularly with the TNT Extreme and Future Shock uh, in wrestling in manchester uh, she's held championships for grand pro wrestling Southside wrestling entertainment title championship uh, she's actually one of the most experienced competitors for this match uh competing since 2013 she's made appearances for rev pro roh wwe Doug, tokyo joshi pro and wxw germany uh, so she's going to have a big splash next up uh alexa falcon uh, we've talked about her on the show before. We said you will be seeing her name a lot in 2021. Well, we were right because she is now going to be part of Progress Wrestling as well. Uh, really look forward to seeing her. She's only been competing for four years, yet she has held the Future Jock Championship as well as the Alpha Omega Wrestling Women's Championship. Uh, from the Future Shock Pro Wrestling Academy, um, really looking forward to seeing her. Also from the Future Shock Pro Wrestling Academy is Tonga. And, uh, you know, she had a breakout year in 2019. So the global pandemic put a halt to that last year. So hopefully she'll, you know, pick things right back up where she left off. Uh, she's competed for Fierce Females and Title Championship Wrestling as well. Kanji has uh, competed for pretty much every top UK promotion, including Rev Pro, Southside Wrestling Entertainment, and of course Defiant. 
she actually won the Defiance Women's Championship on her first match with them. And she also held the Southside Women's Championship, defending it recently on the Rev Pro Epic Encounters 8 show. Next up, and the final contestant was Giselle Shaw, uh, the former Rev Pro Women's Champion, holding the title for almost a year. She defended the title on four separate occasions uh, throughout the uh, Rev Pro's Epic Encounters series. She was trained by Lance Storm. She's an adept high flyer, great technical wrestler. Uh, you know, she took the independent scene in the UK uh, by storm because she's Canadian, of course, and uh, competed for over 20 different wrestling promotions in 2019. And that included Pro Wrestling Eve, OTT, Attack Pro Wrestling, Dragon Gate Pro, and Kamikaze Pro. This is the seasoned veteran. And uh, I see big things for her with Rev Pro. Uh, prior to uh, Repro having to halt shows due to the global pandemic, she did, I'm sure she was actually the number one contender and was due to face Ginny, but, uh, well, she'll have another chance here in this Thunder Bastard match to earn a number one contendership match. Okay, let's talk about the bad. Okay, so again, if you have been living in a cave... Uh, I'm sure you must be aware of right now that Paul Robinson, uh, there were a lot of questions regarding Paul Robinson uh, and his involvement with progress wrestling uh, because he was called out during the speaking out. Uh, it was part of the IWL accusations that came out uh, regard with one young lady had a series of stories uh, talking about Paul Robinson. Now, what seemed to get, catch the eye with most is the fact that they did not respond to any questions from fans when posting on social media uh, regarding this. And that has really caught the eye of fans. So, uh, look, I wasn't aware of Paul Robinson had a speaking out uh, story. Uh, there were so many accusations made. Uh, sorry, it was the IPW stories that came out. Uh, so uh, one young lady came out with stories about Daniel Elder and Marty Skell, which took most of the focus. Uh, but Paul Robinson was one of the young young men who was called out at the time uh so the story goes uh, a group of us uh, from ipwk were flown over to germany all paid for by daniel elder well at least he paid for the young lady who attended anyway at this time she was 16 years old she spent the day being shown around the area by jimmy havoc uh with paul robinson in tow uh, apparently the two got we're just having quite fun got very comfortable with each other later the night after the show uh, she had been purchased lots of drinks apparently by daniel elder uh, so she was as we say stating again that she was a 16 year old she was now actually under the influence of alcohol and uh, she hooked up with paul robinson 
at the time Paul Robinson seems to have been in a relationship with a with kids at home. Uh, they continued to message each other afterwards, at which point Paul Robinson's uh, partner found out about it and contacted and abused the young girl. And that was kind of the end of it. She even puts on a personal note, uh, on a personal and emotional level, uh, she did not find this, this, she found this situation to be a lot less extreme than other significant ones, such as the Daniel Elder or Marty Skull. But the fact that she was 16 years old, this is kind of still inexcusable. Uh, in the end, so we're going to go to the damn right ugly of it now. And that is the fact that Progress did release a statement regarding Paul Robinson after the event. So if you bear with me, uh, it was always our intent to name talent competing on each card so that those who wish to watch can make judgment for themselves when talent is working for a non-performing capacity, we require their permission to name them publicly. Paul Robinson has agreed that we can state that he was working as an agent for chapters 104 to 108. Paul Robinson would have been an in-ring competitor for this card, but this changed due to conflicts with availability and would have meant being announced uh, originally. He would have been announced on the originally planned card. Uh, he wasn't announced because he was working only as an agent. Uh, so to reiterate the statement that they made on the 20th of February, all talent were well aware of who was working backstage at the show and no issues were raised. Uh, we are happy that everyone working at the show has passed all of their vetting procedures. Uh, and we are asking is if anyone has any information about their talent and crews, please get in contact them via progress at prowrestling.com dot com and we will act on the information accordingly uh thank you for all those who watched chapter 104 and we'll be looking forward to chapter 105 this weekend so obviously paul robinson was involved uh now from that sound of the statement they were like well we asked all the guys and they were all happy so as if this was uh the performer's fault for not actually raising any questions. Now, many people might not have known about Paul Robinson's uh, situation. As I say, I did not. I had to uh, do lots of investigation to find out about the Paul Robinson accusation because I didn't want to just go on hearsay of what other fans were saying. I wanted to find the original statement, which I did track down and have just read out for you. Uh, so that's it. So yeah, really, they've blamed the talent for being happy. And of course, they he would pass vetting procedures. If it hasn't been brought to a police uh, attention, there's going to be no record of the account. Uh, so it is up to the progress management to do their due diligence to really go and find out if accusations were made about a performer jury and speaking out because yes lots of names were mentioned as we mentioned so you need to go out and do your due diligence and check on that and that is up to the management of progress 
and not up to the uh, performers on the card. And so, with that being said, I've got nothing more to say about progress. Uh, got no opinion. I'm just delivering the news here. Mm, that is that. Right, let's look a look across to some roster reveals for companies across, across the Brit rest scene. Uh, Odyssey Pro Wrestling have announced Tonga, as we mentioned her earlier, she was announced for Progress Wrestling, uh, as was Alexa Falcon, so they'll be joining each other uh, and fighting each other once more uh, for Odyssey Pro Wrestling this time. And she also joins 2-Bit, Ryan Paul Dave, your RPD, and the tag team Synergy, Ryan Bartram, and Chris Anderson Daniels. Uh, Dan Evans, Hannah Taylor, Philip Michael, and referee Kai Francis have all joined the roster of Superstar Pro Wrestling uh, based in the uh, Northwest area. They've got lots of young talent on that card. Go check them out because I'm sure there will be some future superstars. Uh, finally, on the last lot of roster reveals, our friends at UKPW are still at it. They're still revealing more names. They're still revealing new roster members. And this week, they announced Anton Green, UK legend Wonderboy, Johnny Storm, the Italian lion Rocco, Casanova, JJ Lynch, and more. Uh, speaking on UKPW, you should really check out their Twitter right now. They are releasing late night graps each and every night. Uh, matches from the vault of UKPW all available on YouTube. Uh, so, some TV news here. Uh, the British wrestling legend Dynamite Kid will have a episode featuring on Dark Side of the Ring Season 3. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring is a documentary, documentary series covering tragic true stories of the wrestling industry. In those past, they've covered uh, stories such as Owen Hart, the Von Erich family, Road Warriors, and even the Chris Benoit story. Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, Dark Side of the Ser Ring series. I've seen all the episodes. I'm really looking forward to this on the Dynamite Kid. Uh, he was one of my favorites growing up as part of the British Bulldogs in the WWE. Uh, you know, he was a member of the British wrestling heyday of the 70s and 80s as part of ITV's World of Sport Wrestling. Uh, he also had a very successful career wrestling in Japan. Uh, later in life, Billing uh, Tom Billington, or Dynamite Kid, would lose the use of his left leg. Uh, which left him in a wheelchair after he suffered several leg and back injuries caused by his revolutionary high-speed and high-risk offense. Uh, his name is actually carried on to this day by the Billington Bulldogs, uh, nephews of the Dynamite Kid, Mark and Thomas Billington, uh, two young, very talented British wrestlers, and you should definitely keep your eye on for, out for them. And uh, look forward to seeing that episode. Right. Uh, I think we should look ahead now. Some more positive news. We have a RevPro Epic Encounters 9. 
which will be, sorry, let me grab my notes. Here we go. Okay, so it is on March 14th at 7 p.m. That's Greenwich Mean Time. That's British time. So, uh, and that's going to be streaming again, free on YouTube and their Twitch channels. Uh, Sunday, March 14th, 7 p.m. Some great matches lined up. Uh, you've got Bobby Tyler and Zoe Lucas versus Kanji and Aaliyah James. Uh, you know, James has been a fawn in the side of Zoe Lucas since her arrival at RevPro. Uh, at Epic Encounters 8, James attempted to save Kanji from a post-match beatdown at the hands of uh, Zoe Lucas and Bobby Tyler. Kanji had just defeated Bobby Tyler in a singles match. Uh, but eventually Tyler and Lucas got the upper hand and stole a title. That is going to be a f phenomenal tag team match. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, we've got the Southside Tournament final bracket for bracket B, which is Screwface Ahmed versus RKJ. Screwface Ahmed is now a member of the Legion. Uh, he managed to beat Joel Redman in the semifinals, whereas uh, of RKJ defeated Rob Lias. That's going to be one hell of a match. JJ Gale versus Chris Ridgeway. Uh, the Legion. Gideon Gray is still out with a vengeance to get JJ Gale. So he's got his newest hitman, Chris Ridgeway. And uh, they are going to kick each other to death, no doubt, because Chris Ridgeway certainly loves to kick people's heads off. Uh, in another in the bracket A Southside Championship Tournament fi uh, final, Dan Maloney takes on Charlie Sterling. Uh, Dan Maloney, the poster boy for Rev Pro at the moment. Charlie Sterling, a great underrated heavyweight. This is going to be an epic match. Uh, Michael Oku will be putting his undisputed British Cruiserweight Championship on the line as he goes up against Kid Lycos 2. Kid Lycos 2 defeated uh, Michael Oko's uh, best friend, Connor Mills, in the uh, last Rev Pro Epic Encounters 8. And finally, the main event will be Jamie Hayter versus Sky Smithson for the Undisputed British Women's, Women's Championship. Uh, Jamie Hayter is the current champion and Sky Smith will be facing her for the title. Uh, that looks set to be an epic encounter once again. So do check that out. Epic Encounters 9, March 14th, Sunday at 7 p.m. Right. ICW uh, this past week, Fight Club, and uh, they had the owner of ICW, Tell us that on the Saturday, March 20th, ICW will be hosting a special event, Bard, where every match will be a steel cage match. Uh, so far, matches announced have been Kez Evans versus Craig Anthony and DCT versus Jason Reed. Big fan of Jason Reed. Looking forward to those matches. Uh, Kez Evans. Uh, let's go to the results of this past week's Saturday uh, ICW Fight Club. 
Kez Evans defeated Alex Parker. Dylan Fawn defeated Levi. Saqib Ali defeated Ravy Davy. Uh, DCT attacked Jason Reed, which is what has led to them facing off against each other at Bard in a steel cage match. Leighton Buzzard defeated BT Gun. Later in the match, BT Gun said he wants another match. He wants another go at Leighton Buzzard. So this could be another match for Bard in a steel cage. Uh, they had an old school match, ICW, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Shaw Samuels, uh, back to present day, Inner Skinner, Ian Skinner defeated Charlie Vice, Daz Black defeated Luke Cairo, and Jack Jester defeated Stevie Boy. Uh, great show, go check that out. Uh, British Wrestling, as we say, are hoping to get back to a bit of normality in life with a roadmap now set out by the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson as we look to ease lockdown restrictions. British wrestling promotions are starting to get ready for the July period. Uh, we've got tweets here from... British Wrestling Revolution. Uh, so they've cancelled their 30th of April show and their 28th of June show, but they are hoping to go ahead with their July 9th show, which will actually be their anniversary show. So a great show to come back to. Fingers crossed that comes together. It's almost time, Wrestle Carnival says. Uh, they're saying keep your head. Keep your eyes out on the newsletter. Some very important live event news coming this week. Uh, so fingers crossed we'll be hearing about their debut show. Uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling are looking to go ahead with their June 26th show. Going off big time. And uh, ticket information will be coming soon for that one. Uh, the North Wrestling, they sent out a nice little cheeky message that they might see us this year after all, and it would be nice, and they better get to work. And Wrestle Island uh, have been a bit more subdued in their response to saying, yes, there's been some real positive news today, uh, but they will not announce any shows until they know 100% that they can run those shows. Uh, but it's great to see that British wrestling should be coming uh, back to uh, normality. Ooh, and we do like a bit of normality. Anyway, uh, I don't typically like to blow my own horn, but go check out my latest interview with Wrestle Carnival, uh, sorry, Wrestle Cares, bodyslam.net. They're a great charity, a great bunch of guys, and a really, really good cause. Uh, so do please go check out that article uh, to give you more details about who they are, what they do, and why they do it. And uh, as I say, great guys, great cause. Uh, while you're at it, you might as well check out uh, the other TN Tight special interviews with Andy, Andy Scott, author of London's Lovable Villain, the story of Chick cocky knight a wrestler from the 30s to 50s uh, uh our interview with gary ward 
founder and owner of Wrestle Carnival. We got a nice exclusive uh, to speak to him about Wrestle Carnival and his plans for the future. And finally, our last uh, last special, which was with co-owner of UKPW, Alex Dale Jones Gilbert. Uh, again, amazing guy, amazing company, family friendly. Definitely check them out. But with that said, I have been one guy drinking tea, talking about men in tights. Have a great day. Have a great night. And remember, folks, don't feed the trolls. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye.